بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء وخاتم المرسلين نبينا محمد وآل آله وأصحابه ومن تبعهم بالإحسان إلى يوم الدين Brothers and sisters in Islam I would like to first remind myself and then you all with the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We need to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in those things that we do. We need to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in those things that we say. And we need to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the way in which we treat one another. All throughout the Quran, the Sunnah, and the statements of the ulama, we find thousands of different pieces of advice on how it is that the Muslim is supposed to be with his brother Muslim and how the Muslima is supposed to be with her sister Muslima. We know that Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala an, he said, قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا تهاسدوا ولا تناجشوا ولا تباغضوا ولا تدابروا ولا يبيع بعضكم على بيع بعض وكونوا إبادا لله إخوانا المسلم أخو المسلم لا يظلمه ولا يقذله ولا يكذبه ولا يحقره التقوى هنا ويشير إلى صدره we know that Abu Hurairah radiallahu ta'ala and he said that the messenger of Allah والسلام, said do not envy one another and do not inflate prices for one another and do not hate one another and do not turn away from one another and do not undercut one another in trade but rather be slaves of Allah and brothers. A Muslim is the brother of a Muslim. He does not oppress him. He does not fail him. He does not lie to him. Nor does he hold him in contempt. He says a taqwa or a piety is right here and he pointed to his chest three times. And we find this in a hadith that was related by Imam Muslim. Now if we pay attention to this hadith, we find that the Prophet ﷺ gave us advice on how we are supposed to be with one another. Since we've been Muslim, we've been learning how to worship Allah through our prayers and how we're supposed to worship Allah through purifying ourselves and paying zakat and fasting during Ramadan and the rest of this. But many of us have not learned how we are supposed to be with the Muslim. And as we know, in Islam there isn't a rock that is unturned. By the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Prophet والسلام, taught us how to do everything in our religion. And from these things are, as we see in this hadith, how our interactions are supposed to be with one another on a personal level. We see in this hadith that he says that we're not supposed to envy one another. 
another one of these pieces of advice he gave us in this hadith is that we do not hate one another. We do not turn away from one another. That we be brothers to one another and we don't oppress one another. We don't fail one another. We don't lie to one another. These are just some of the characteristics of how the Prophet ﷺ told us that we are supposed to be with one another. Or explain to us how we are not supposed to be with one another. These are the types of things that we need to be focusing on when we're talking about our interactions, our personal interactions with one another. Because when we look at our daily activities or our daily interactions, normally we see the opposite of these things. You see that this brother or sister is envying this brother or sister. Or you see that this brother hates this brother or this sister hates this sister. After the Prophet ﷺ told us that we're not supposed to be like this with one another. We see that the Muslims, they turn away from one another. Is this the way that the Prophet ﷺ commanded you to be with your brothers and sisters? Or did he command you with the opposite of this? The Prophet ﷺ in this statement, he told you to be the brother of another Muslim. He commanded you not to oppress him. He commanded you not to fail him. He commanded you not to lie to him. Now, this statement I'm about to make is not to blame anyone. It's just to make you think. But even though we just got done fasting Ramadan not too long ago, when is the last day that you can remember that you did not have these characteristics that we've been commanded to stay away from in terms of your Muslim brothers and sisters? This isn't a question that needs answering. This is a question to get you to think. Because these characteristics seem to be so ingrained into us that it seems to have become a habit for us to do one another wrong. For us to expect the worst from one another. For us not to be there and aid one another. And what's worse is a lot of times we find we try to find excuses on why we shouldn't be this way with one another. Why I shouldn't be there for you. Why I shouldn't aid you. Why I shouldn't strengthen you. Brothers and sisters, I beg of you. Don't just listen to the statement of the Prophet ﷺ as though it was any old thing. Because these pieces of advice that the Prophet ﷺ gave us are there to bring us out of darkness into the light. These pieces of advice the Prophet ﷺ left for us are there to guide us, to bring us from being misguided and upon the ways of the people of misguidance to being guided or upon the way of the people of guidance. So we see that we need to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the way that we act with one another. The way that we treat one another. And why is this? Yes, obviously because Allah and His Messenger have commanded us. They have commanded us to stay away from being certain ways with one another and commanded us to doing certain things with one another. But this all leads to something. 
it all leads to us loving one another. We should love one another. We should not want bad for one another or want to leave each other in a bad situation because this isn't what you do with people that we love. We shouldn't want to talk about one another or even listen to other people talking about one another. Because this is not what you do with those people that you love. As a matter of fact, the Prophet ﷺ in very many hadith have explained the importance of us loving one another. Not only loving one another, but telling one another that we love them. And we see this in the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ when he says, إِذَا أَحَبَّ رَجُلُ أَخَاهُ فَلْيُخْبِرْهُ أَنَّهُ يُحِبُّهُ where the Prophet ﷺ, he said, And if a man loves his brother, that he should inform him that he loves him. And this is a hadith that was narrated by both Abi Dawood as well as Imam Al-Tirmadhi. And Imam Al-Tirmadhi said that this hadith is sahih. So you see, that not only were we commanded to leave off these bad characteristics or these bad ways of interacting with one another. And not only were we commanded to adopt these beautiful interactions or ways of interacting with one another. And not only were we commanded to love one another, but we were commanded to love one another with a certain type of love. And this is the love for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we find this in the hadith of Anas radiallahu ta'ala and or the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he said ثَلَاثٌ مَنْ كُنَّ فِيهِ وَجْدَ بِهِنَّ الْإِيمَانِ أَنْ يَكُونَ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ أَحَبَّ إِلَيْهِ مِمَّا سَوَاهُمَا وَأَنْ يُحِبُّ الْمَرْءِ لَا يُحِبُّهُ إِلَّا لِلَّهِ أن يقرأ أن يعود في الكفر بعد أن أنقذه الله منه كما يقرأه أن يقذف في النار. Here Anas said that the Prophet ﷺ said, whoever possesses three qualities will find because of them the sweetness of iman or the sweetness of faith. The first of these is the one to whom Allah and His Prophet becomes dearer to them than anything else. The second is he who loves a person and he loves them only for the sake of Allah. And the third of these is he who hates to resort to disbelief the same way he would hate to be thrown into the fire. And this hadith is mutafiq alayh which means it is narrated by both Imam al-Bukhari as well as Imam Muslim. So we see in this hadith that the Prophet ﷺ explained to us that if we want to taste the sweetness of faith, that we should search for these three qualities. Now, we don't want to talk about each of these three particular qualities today. What we want to do is we want to touch on the second of these. And this is 
أن يحب المرء لا يحبه إلا لله that an individual loves another individual and that they do not love them except for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now we hear this a lot we hear people talk about oh brother Falan, I love you for the sake of Allah or oh sister Falana I love you for the sake of Allah but let's sit back for a second and reflect on what do we mean when we say this does it mean that I love you when I'm happy with you but when I'm not I can care less does it mean that I'll do for you if you do for me but if you refuse to do for me then forget you does it mean that I'll stick up for you as long as I'm pleased with you but when you turn your back after you've made me upset that I'll sit around and talk about you I will backbite you and slander you that I will look for faults in you and that I will spread your shortcomings around the community no loving someone for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it means that you love this person because he is one of Allah's creation it means that you love this individual because of the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made this individual your brother or your sister it means that regardless of how you feel about that individual personally that you will treat them the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded you to treat them and as we talked earlier in today's talk about some of these ways that we are supposed to be treating one another and ways in which we are supposed to be staying away from when it comes to our interactions with the Muslims so we understand from these other ahadith that we discussed today that there are ways in which we are supposed to be acting with one another. And we understand from what the Prophet ﷺ explained to us about loving for the sake of Allah that this means that we act this way with our brothers. Not only because we're pleased with them. Not only because they're doing good for us. Not only because my friend likes this individual but rather we treat our Muslim brothers and sisters good because of the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves them have guided them to Islam and have commanded you to love them and we need to get away from this loving when we feel like loving and hating when we feel like hating and this wanting to backbite and this wanting to find fault in one another we need to begin to develop some kind of unity amongst ourselves, amongst our friends, within our families, and within our communities. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us to this true love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and forgive us for our sins and our shortcomings and allow us to be able to forgive and look past each other's sins and shortcomings Allahumma ameen subhanaka allahumma wa bihamdik wa ashhadu an la ilaha illa ant wa astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik wa akhir da'wana an alhamdulillahirabbil alamin wa assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh